Proverbs chapter 27, verse 12. Proverbs 27, verse 12. I've entitled this message, Looking Ahead. Looking Ahead, Proverbs chapter 27 and verse 12. Looking Ahead, as I was uh, putting this message together, I noticed uh, that uh, something interesting, um, uh, that uh, this verse here in Proverbs 27, verse 12, is actually mentioned twice uh, in the book of Proverbs. If you was to actually look at Proverbs 22, verse 3, uh, you would also see that this very verse, if my eyes haven't deceived me, um, if my eyes haven't deceived me, I believe these two verses say the exact same thing. Proverbs 27, 12 and Proverbs 22, verse 3. So I began to ask myself, uh, because I tried to figure out, you know, why, why is this in here twice? And... Um, I never really come to a conclusion to that, but I guess the main point would be uh, that if God put in the Bible twice, verbatim, word for word, then it's obviously something He needs us to hear and pay some heed to. Uh, it's a Proverbs 27, verse 12, and Proverbs 22, verse 3, I believe, say the exact same thing. But we're going to be uh, in Proverbs 27, 12 here tonight. Let's take a look at it. The Bible says, A prudent man foreseeth the evil and hideth himself. But the simple pass on and are punished. Let's read it one more time. The Bible says, A prudent man foreseeth the evil and hideth himself, but the simple pass on and are punished. Uh, you know, in life, it's always a good idea to look ahead. Amen. Uh, I believe that's why God put our eyeballs in front of us so that we would be a people that looked ahead to where we were going. Can you imagine what it would be like if everything else was facing this direction? except our eyeballs, and our eyeballs were in the back of our head. Aren't you glad God knew where to put your eyeballs here tonight? That's exactly right. He knew how to put your feet on, twist them in the right direction, and all of that good stuff. But uh, looking ahead is always a good thing. You're driving down the road. You always want to make sure you're looking down the road to kind of see what's coming up. Things come up unexpected, you know. As a people, I think God's trying to get us to see uh, here in a couple of different uh, 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 chapters, in 27, verse 12, and 22, verse 3, uh, that we need to be a people that is looking ahead, a people that is paying attention, a people that is aware, a people that is sober heart. Uh, with a sober mind, uh, as we're journeying through life and even driving down the road, we use that illustration uh, that we uh, make sure that we are paying attention to what's going on because we drive down the road, we're not looking. Now, what happens is, is we veer off the road, we hit stuff, we cause damage to ourselves and to other people. Uh, sometimes we just get distracted. How many of you drive down the road and just get distracted seeing something off to the side of the road? Maybe you you're looking down, you're driving down the road and you see, man, that's a nice house right there. I like that yard. Or, uh, or you, maybe you're driving down the road, you see a yard sale and you start looking around and seeing what's going on, you know, and next thing you know, you end up in the grass or in the other lane or the rumble strips or whatever that kind of wake you up and bring you back to where you need to be. Uh, but sometimes we can get distracted. Listen, there's a lot of things in life that can distract us and kind of get us uh, off path and off track, but I believe the Bible shows us here tonight, and we'll break it down here in a minute, that we need to make sure that we are uh, paying attention, that we're looking ahead, that uh, that we're a people that is uh, well aware of what's going on around us and what's going on ahead of us, of course, as much as possible. Uh, have you ever been, maybe perhaps uh, watching a, maybe just watching a movie at the house, or maybe something was going out, so maybe was watching a ball game. Uh, you know, maybe say you went to the ballpark and you was watching the ball game. You out there, and and somebody said something to you, and you got, or you know, and you got a little distracted, and you started uh, messing around with this over here, and then all of a sudden, your friend just out of nowhere says, "Man, did you see that?" And you're like, "What happened?" And you missed it. 
Anybody ever been there? Listen, we know what it's all about. And if we're not paying attention, what's going to happen is, is there's going to be big, big things happen and we're going to miss it. I don't know about you, but I don't like missing. I want to see it. I want to, I want to be involved. I want to know what's, I want to know, uh, what's coming up. I, I want to be aware of what's going on in my life and, uh, and, and all of that. So, uh, you know, we don't want to live a life where we're missing things. So paying attention, being aware of what's going on in our text here tonight. I think what we're going to see is uh, uh, God showing us some things we need to do. And I want us to see is this, because I'm going to lay my outline for you, and, and I'm going to put it in a sentence form, and this is what it is. What I desire for us to see tonight is that the smart predict, run to the sacred place, while the simple pass on and are soon punished. Does that make sense? And so we'll break that down here tonight, and I want us to take a look at it. I think it'll be a blessing to you. Let's begin there, verse 12. Notice he says, Read it one more time. I proved it in man, foreseeth the evil and hideth himself, but the simple pass on and are punished. Now, the first truth is, is that the smart predict. The smart predict. Now, the text says a prudent man foresees evil. Now, what does it mean to be prudent? Now, we think about being prudent. What does that mean? Now, prudent has the idea of uh, having wisdom. Amen. Having wisdom, uh, being intellectually perhaps maybe prepared, being smart, or or even well advised maybe about the situation. Be being prudent. So the Bible says, a prudent man foresees foreseeth the evil. In other words, he the prudent man is looking ahead. He's well advised. He he is making informed decisions based on that which he can see in front of him. He's doing everything he can to be wise about the decisions that he's making while he is looking forward. The Bible says, a prudent man foreseeth even now what does it mean to foresee of course to look ahead to predict a situation how many have been driving down the road and while you're looking ahead you kind of have to predict maybe what may happen up the road that way you can make a good decision right now does that make sense? I mean, because sometimes you're looking down the road and you can kind of kind of see how people are acting. You know, sometimes you get those people, they, man, they're on the way to work in the morning. They can't wait to get there. Maybe they're running behind or whatever it is. And man, they're zooming in and out of traffic and all different. And people are kind of scattered around everywhere. And you're in your car and you're looking ahead and you're thinking to yourself, you know what? I see what's going on. If they keep doing that, something's going to happen. So I'm going to back off. I'm just going to got to get away. And listen, I think that's kind of what we can see right here is a good mental picture and image of what the Bible is trying to get us to see is that as, 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 uh, as well advised, as, as people that are exercising the wisdom of God in our life, what we want to do is to be a people that is looking ahead. The Bible shows us that that is a wise thing to do. That is smart. To look ahead, to look ahead and to analyze and to see what's going on, to, to foresee, to anticipate, uh, to get a good idea of what may happen to what could transpire sometimes you may hear somebody say yeah, maybe you said this yourself maybe something's going on and you say well I don't foresee this going too well or maybe you say well, man I foresee this happening man I foresee this going great whatever it is what you're doing is you're looking beyond the situation right now and foreseeing what's going to take place you're going to predict and the Bible shows us here that that's what a smart person does the smart person, the prudent man, he foresees evil. But what we want to do here is what we're going to, what it is that we, what it is that we are looking out for. What it is here in the text, not only that we are using the wisdom of God for, not only looking forward for, for what purpose? The Bible says to evil. Notice in the text, he says, A prudent man foreseeth the evil. 
So what we want to do is, is make sure that we are using the wisdom of God. And where does that wisdom come? Well, I believe the Bible tells us in Proverbs chapter 9 that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Uh, and so we, have, we become a people that, uh, that are wise. We become wise because we have a fear of God. And, and what we're doing is, is we are looking ahead, using the wisdom of God in our life to look ahead and, for, and foresee something that may just happen that we just want to, want to stay away from. I tell you what, there's all kinds of things that can happen in our life, whether it's on the road or anywhere else. We kind of look around and we say, you know what, I don't foresee this going too well. I don't think this is going to, I don't think this is going to work out too good. And so what I'm going to do is I'm just going to kind of bail out. I'm just going to kind of sit over here on the side. I don't want to be a part of what I think may just happen. Uh, and so the Bible shows us here that, listen, that that is, uh, that that is something that we, that we need to do. That is something that a prudent man does, that he is well aware and well advised of what's coming his way. And there in verse 12, what's coming his way, the Bible says, is something that's not good, something that's, uh, something that's evil, something that doesn't look very well. And what we want to do is, is make the best decisions that we possibly can, regardless of whatever is coming our way. The Bible says there in verse, verse 12, a prudent man foreseeth the evil. That something, uh, that, that I, can, I can see that something up the road doesn't look good. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to use the wisdom of God in this situation to well advise myself to stay away from something like that. Listen, I believe there's a lot of people in this world today that probably wishes that they would have went back to that moment in time where they were sit, where they were standing somewhere, or where they uh, maybe visited somewhere, wherever they, whatever was going on, and that they were there and they saw a situation going on. They saw something happening, but instead of leaving the situation, instead of using godly wisdom, maybe perhaps they got involved, maybe perhaps they didn't go anywhere. They just stayed the course, and now looking back, they're saying, "You know what? I wish I'd have foresaw that coming. I wish I'd have known that that was going to happen." If I could go back, if I could just use and exercise that godly wisdom that God wanted me to use, then maybe this would have never happened. I believe there's a lot of decisions that people probably would have made uh, in life that would have been far different if they would just use the, the, uh, the, uh, and exercise the wisdom uh, uh, that God was uh, trying to give to them in their life. Where does that wisdom come? The Bible shows us. We told it. Proverbs chapter 9 uh, talks about how the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. So if we want to use, if we want to exercise wisdom and be, and, be, uh, uh, and be enabled to foresee the situations coming up and be able to make good decisions about it, what we want to do is, is we're going uh, to see that, the, that that wisdom is going to begin, of course, with God because everything begins with Him. Everything comes from God. Everything flows from God. God is the definition of wisdom. Uh, and so what we want to do is, as the Bible shows us here, is to foresee, to be able to predict, to be able to make a good understanding of what's going to take place so that I can make a decision to maybe perhaps stay out. The second truth is, not only do we see the smart predict, but we see the sacred place. Notice the Bible says, the text says, foreseeth the evil and hideth himself. Now, when we look ahead and we use the wisdom of God in our life, we see evil or something bad that's coming. There's one thing that we do, and the Bible shows us here. The Bible says that this guy right here, what he's going to do, he foresees something happen. He foresees that something's coming his way that's not good. What's he going to do? The Bible says he's going to run for shelter. Now, does that mean that he's a coward? No, that just means he's going to the right place. Amen? Listen, I'm not out here to try to prove to anybody how brave I am. 
Does that make sense? I mean, I'm not out here to try to champion myself and, and to try to prove to the whole world how brave, of a, how brave of a person I am. No, what I want to do is make sure that I'm using the wisdom of God in my life. And when I, and, and, and when, when I see something on the forefront, what I want to do is, is be able to look at this situation and be able to analyze it from the distance and be able to say with God's wisdom, hey, I don't know if I want to be a part of that. I think I need to step away. I think I need to get back. And the Bible says that this man right here, when he sees it coming, what's he going to do? He's going to hide himself. Now, I don't mean he's a coward by no means, but what that does mean is he is going to the place where whatever it is that's coming his way can't reach him. He wants to go to a place where whatever it is that's coming his way cannot reach him. And, what, and, and of course, what would that place be? The Bible says, a prudent man foreseeth even he hide himself. Well, where is this man going to hide himself for, uh, from such an evil? Where is this man going to hide himself from something that may be coming his way to seek destruction in his life? Where would he go but to the Lord, as the song says? Where would he go but to the high tower? Where would he go but to the present help in time of trouble? Where would he go except for the refuge? Where would he go except for the rock, the Bible shows us right here that he hides himself. Where can a man hide himself and not be and not be found? Where can a man go and, and the devil not get to him? Where can a man go and, and, and he come to a, a place of peace and comfort in his life away from the world and away from temptation and away from the devil? He's not going to find that place except in the Lord. And so he says here, the Bible says, the prudent man, he foreseeth the evil and he hideth himself. He hides himself. How many of you ever, even we think about even this time we're in right here, this, this time of the year, uh, and even during the early part of the summertime when things, you're outside and maybe as the, the day goes on, man, it's a real hot day and, and you start getting down towards the evening time and it's around maybe 6, 7 o'clock, maybe 8 o'clock at night and you're outside, maybe perhaps you're working, doing things in the yard or maybe you're just driving down the road. And whatever it is that you're doing, you look, begin to look up in the distance and, and, you, and you begin to see those uh, those uh, those summer storms that come in the night. You see those summer storms that come in the evening and, and you're driving down the road, you know, and you can see that off the distance. You look at you, you look over to your wife and you say, honey, I think there's a storm coming. She thinks you're brilliant that you saw that. Yeah. Honey, I think there's a storm coming. Of course, we all seen it, but what we were doing is, is we were foreseeing. We were looking ahead to what's going on. Now we gotta make a decision. Am I gonna keep driving in that direction? Am I gonna drive through that storm or am I just gonna turn around? Am I gonna go back? What am I going to do? If I go in this direction, when I get there and everything's going crazy, what am I going to do when I get there? Well, have you ever been on your way somewhere, maybe perhaps to the store, and man, the bottom just fell out, and you had to run inside and hurry and get to the store as fast as you could, and man, that's, and that's exactly what you did. Man, you just ran for your life as quick as you could, and you got inside the store, you got inside the house, whatever it was, and you hid for cover. Now, does that mean that you were scared? Well, probably. Uh, does that mean that you're afraid? Yeah, I'm sure. But listen, when evil times come, we the real strong with being afraid, right? I mean, when the dark start, when the when the dark skies come and the lightning's sh- uh, shining, scattering all over the place, and the thunder's booming, and the rain's falling, and the hail's coming down. I mean, uh, I believe it's uh, cause to be uh, maybe a little bit of fear. We run for our life. We do everything we can to get out of the way. We do everything we can to get into cover. The Bible says right here that what a man does and a wise decision that he makes is to look ahead. He foresees what's on his way, and what he does is he begins to plan accordingly, the best that he possibly can. Plan accordingly the best that he possibly can. He looks ahead. He predicts within himself what's going to happen. Maybe what's going to go, what's, what's going on. Things ain't looking too good. 
Things is looking dark. Evil is on its way. Where can I go? Well, I'm going to have to head for the refuge. I'm going to have to go uh, to the safest place that I know on the battlefield. That is the pavilion, uh, the, the place that is the safest place where, where, where the king is, where the king dwelt out there on the battlefield, which was the safest place uh, uh, in the middle of the whole battle to be right there with the king. And listen, that's where we go to hide ourselves, there with the king. Because being with the king is the safest place we can possibly be. So not only do we see, uh, not only do we see that the smart predict, but we begin to see now uh, the sacred place. The sacred place. For the prudent man foreseeth the evil and hide himself. And where we're going to hide ourselves, we're going to hide ourselves in the sacred place. We're going to get along with God. We're going to, we're going to get in that place where God elevates us above the danger. We're going to get in that place where uh, that, that, that nothing can get to us. We're going to get alone in God. We're going to come to our refuge. We're going to run to that sacred place. How many of you in life just been battling certain things and you didn't know what to do, didn't know where to go, didn't know what to say, didn't know who to talk to? So what you did was you said, God, you're the only one that I can go to. You're the only one that I can speak to. You're the only one that understands. You're the only one that can do anything about it. And so, God, I'm going to run to you. He is that sacred place. He is that safe place. Amen. He is that strong place that we need to go to. He is that, uh, he is that sturdy place that we know that even when the winds come and the storms come and and the lightning comes through and, uh, and, and the wind blows that we can go to Christ and he is the one that can keep us strong and stable and secure and strengthened in the midst of everything that's taking place in our life. The Bible says that a prudent man, what he does is that he looks ahead. He looks ahead and to be wise, to be prudent, we have to be a people that of course begins our wisdom with God because that's where it comes from. Because outside of God, there is no wisdom. There is no knowledge. There is no understanding. And so we come to God, we get wisdom and that wisdom is gonna help us to foresee things down the road. Or see things down the road. And when things are looking evil and things are looking bad, what we're going to do is, as the Bible says, we're going to find that safe place in Him. We're going to hide ourselves in God. We're going to hide ourselves uh, in our Savior. Run to the, the sacred place. Listen, I'm not, I'm not ashamed here by no means to say there's been many times in my life uh, that I have run to the sacred place. Listen, I get in the sacred place every day. Amen. Everybody should spend time in the sacred place. Get, get, get into the sacred place every single day. Listen, even when things aren't, even, even, even when there isn't evil along the way, spending time in the sacred place will always help you. Spending time in the sacred place will always give you wisdom. It'll always give you peace in your heart. And listen, whenever you spend time in that sacred place, when that evil does come, how much more strengthened that you are. The Bible shows us here that a prudent man a prudent man, he foreseeth the evil and hideth himself. And we get in that sacred place with God. So the smart predict, the, and then we get into the sacred place. And what about everybody else? What happens to them? Well, the Bible says there in verse 12, uh, we can see the, uh, here in the book of Proverbs in true fashion, uh, uh, shows us the prudent and the simple, just like it always shows us the righteous and the wicked many times. He says, a prudent man foreseeth evil and hideth himself, but the simple pass on. But the simple pass on and are punished. And so we see the smart predict, they get into the sacred place, but then the third truth is, is that the simple pass on. 
Now, what does it mean to be simple? Well, it has the idea to be void of understanding. Sometimes uh, the scriptures will call this individual perhaps a, a fool. Uh, it means to be opposed to understanding or do not know. A man that has no vision, no foresight, he cannot see. He is blinded to what's going on. He has no direction. He has no guidance. Regardless of the warnings that he hears, regardless of the signs that he sees, the Bible says the simple pass on. You know what that means? That means even though they see, even though they hear shouts and everybody's jumping up and down that the bridge is out, even though they, even though they see signs, listen, they say on the side of the road, don't go no further, beware, uh, stop right here, uh, the bridge is out, if you go over the edge, you're gonna die. I mean, you can put all kinds of stuff, but the Bible says the simple just keep on going. Listen, that's the world we live in. I mean, we just live in a world where the Bible says, listen, there's a world, a society filled with people that are void of understanding, void of wisdom, void of this foresight. And the reason why is because, listen, they, the little God of this world, the devil has blinded the hearts and minds of men so that they cannot see the light of the glorious gospel. They can't hear the voice of God. They're not saved. They're not indwelt by the Holy Spirit. And so we can see here that the Bible says, that they, the simple, they just pass on. And uh, they can become, they're stubborn and uh, stiff-necked people and regardless of the cries of others and regardless of, uh, of what's going on, regardless of what they see all around them. I mean, the house can be on fire, burning down to the ground and they would just sit right there on the sofa and just let it happen. And that's kind of what we're kind of looking at. The Bible says the simple, they just pass on. You try to warn, you try to say, you try to explain, you try to do everything you can to, uh, to, to get through. But sometimes, have you ever been, you ever met, do you ever try to talk to somebody that was just so stubborn, it was like talking to a wall? Like everything that you said, just hit that wall and just bounce right back to you. And you knew within yourself, everything I'm saying ain't going nowhere. It just really felt like that. Every time I say something, it, it, I just feel like it's hitting that wall, it's just coming right back. It, 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 it's, it, the, it, the, it's uh, hitting uh, deaf ears. Uh, their eyes can't see what I'm trying to get them to see. They're, they're, they're not heeding the warnings of any, of any of it. The Bible says the simple, they just keep passing on. And why do they pass on? Now, is it not aggravating? Yes. Is it frustrating? Yes. But why do they do it? Because they cannot see and because they're void of wisdom. And let me tell you this, and I'll tell you why. Because anyone who had any sane mind, any ounce of wisdom or smarts whatsoever would see that the bridge is out, everybody jumping up and down, and would not keep going. Amen? And we say to ourselves, you ever look at somebody, you can't even say nothing, and you're just like, that's all you can do. You, just, you know what I mean. The simple, they just keep going. You do everything you can. You talk to you blue in the face, and they just keep going, avoiding all the signs. It seems, and the ears stopped up to where they can't hear. Their eyes blinded where they can't see. And the Bible says the simple they just pass on. He says the prudent man foresees evil and hides himself, but the simple they just they just pass on. Our society today is filled with people that are just passing on. People have no clue about what's in front of them. Now, I'm going to turn that to our eternity here tonight. 
When we talk to people about salvation, we talk to them about God's word, and we talk to them about God's love and mercy and grace and long-suffering, and we talk to them about what Jesus did on the cross. We talk to them about the accuracy of the word of God, and, and we do everything we can to reach those that we love. We do everything we can to throw out every sign, and we do everything we can to, uh, uh, to jump up and down and scream and yell and fight. We get frustrated and aggravated and all that. Why does that happen? Because the simple just pass on. They have been blinded. Their ears have been stopped and they cannot see what is right there in front of them. Because anyone with any amount of, of sight, anyone with any amount of wisdom would be able to see what's lying ahead. But right here, the Bible says the simple, they just, they just pass on. Uh, they just keep going. And what I see in this world is that we have a lot of people professing to be wise. They become fools, what the Bible says in Romans 1, 22. And our society is filled with people that think they're so smart and they think they're so wise and they think they got it all together and they think they have all the answers when in reality they're just simply passing on. And as I said, I think about eternity. I, I was, um, listen, don't start your day out with the news. Oh, we can spend a lot of time on the simple pass on with the news. But as I was looking at the news this morning, um, it said, maybe some of, maybe some of y'all saw it, it said something about uh, pastor reveals the truth about heaven. And instead of reading the article, I just thought, I'm going to run straight to the comments see what everybody says. So I go straight to the comments. I'm just looking down what everybody says. And it's no, it's, it's no surprise, but it does break my heart of all the people that don't believe in God, all the people that don't believe in heaven, all the people that were making fun of the church, all the people that were making fun of Jesus, all the people that were making fun of, <clears throat> of all these things that we hold so dear and true in our life. As I began to scroll down through these names and these folks, I'd click on their name, see their picture, see their family, two kids, wife, four kids, five kids, husband, family after family after family after family. And I thought to myself, I got done, I closed it up, I couldn't read anymore, I didn't spend much time with it, but it was, it was, it was enough to get me discouraged first thing that morning. And I was sitting there, uh, I was sitting there at the bar there at the house and had my Bible open and, and I was, you know, I just set my phone down from looking at that. And Amy looked at me and she said, honey, what's wrong? I guess she could see that there was this sad look on my face because I was just kind of staring out into oblivion, I guess. And, and I was just kind of looking out and she said, what's wrong? What you think it's a heart about? And I said, honey, I just can't believe it. I said, I was just, I, I saw this right here on the news. I want to look down at the comments. I saw everything that everybody said. I said, I'm looking at these husbands and these wives. I'm looking at all these kids and these families and these teenagers and these boys and these girls. I said, I'm looking at all these people that don't believe in God. They don't believe in heaven. They, they, they don't believe in none of it. They just think it's all a bunch of lies. It's just a bunch of fairy tales. And I began to think to myself, I was broken in my spirit and in my heart and I was just thinking to myself wow all these people the simple are just passing right through it and here we are trying to say listen heaven is real here we are trying to get everybody to see listen uh, you're a sinner if you don't die and if you die without Christ you're going to die and go to hell hell is just as real if not even more real than the, than the reality that you're in right now you must see it you must hear it but they just pass on just keep going 
And it just broke my heart as I just saw all these people. I was just in, uh, and, and you know, there's a lot of people out here that don't believe in God, they don't believe in heaven, they don't believe in Christ. And uh, it just, but it was just name after name after name after name after name. And as I looked at those names, I thought to myself, listen, that, that, that name right there could have been the Lamb's Book of Life. And I, and I began to pray, I, I hope it is one day. Maybe one day they'll see. Maybe one day they'll begin to understand. Maybe one day their eyes will be open. And maybe one day, uh, whatever it is, it's in the ears will be poured out. And they'll, and they'll be able to hear and they'll understand. And, and there'll be something that takes place in their life. To where one day that name will be written down in Lamb's Book of Life. But as I sat there that morning and this morning and looked at it, I thought that's a name that could be there, but it's not there right now. And if they die today, it's never going to be there. Name after name after name, family after family after family, child after child after child. And the Bible says right here, A prudent man forsooth the evil and hideth himself, but the simple pass on and are punished. Which brings us for the next the next truth here tonight, but the simple pass on and are punished. The fourth truth is soon punished. Now the Bible says, uh, the Bible shows us that they are, that they're punished. You know, if we're not careful in life, we're not prudent, we don't make wise decisions and we're not foreseeing and looking ahead like the Bible says that we need to be. The Bible says there in the text that a prudent man foresees the evil and hides himself if, we don't, if, we're not, if we're not a people that's wise to the things of God and using the wisdom of God to apply it to our life and we're not looking ahead at certain situations or looking ahead at evil that's coming our way or whatever it could be and we don't get in the sacred place, we don't hide in the Lord. Listen, when evil comes, that's the best thing you can do is hide in God. Listen, let us not think that we're just strong enough. Well, I can just handle this on my own. Well, I'll just be all right. Listen, the worst thing you can possibly do is stand outside the high tower and say, I'll fight the devil by myself. Listen, I don't have no problem getting inside the, the secret place. I don't have no problem getting inside the pavilion of God. I don't have no problem getting into the refuge of the rock of Christ. I have no problem whatsoever getting in the high tower and getting as top as and get and going all the way up to the top as I possibly can. I have no problem doing that. And let us not think that we're so strong enough and we're so intelligent enough and, and, and we're just good enough to, to fight the evil that's coming our way. Oh man, get in the high tower. Uh, get in this, get in this hiding place. But we see here in verse 12 that what happens is that the simple don't do that. They just pass on. The evil comes and they pay no attention. They pay no mind or they do not care. They just keep going and they keep going and they keep going and eventually what happens is they're punished. I mean, I think it's simple to say and I think truthful enough to say that if, a, that if you're sitting there screaming and hauling at the bridges out and a man don't pay attention to it and he just keeps going, I believe it's safe to say that he's going to go over the, t- he's going to go over the end of it to a certain death. And that's what we see here. Listen, the soon punishment that's coming. Listen, we, there, there's a people out here today and they, they're, 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 living, they're living just like this. They're just simply passing on and here we are jumping up and down doing everything we can to get them to hear the truth. And, but they just keep going and they just keep going in their direction because, uh, because the Bible shows us that, uh, that a man, he goes in his own way but the ends are over the ways of death and he just keeps going and he keeps going and he keeps going and eventually... Eventually, he runs out of time. Eventually, he runs to a place where the road goes no longer, where the journey is over in this life. Eventually, he gets to that place. Now, he may, he may uh, escape a lot of, of the punishment that may take place here on this earth, but he'll definitely face a punishment that comes in the hereafter and eternity. And that is sooner than anybody thinks. 
As I was looking at all those names there this morning, I was wondering, I mean, it was bukus and bukus and bukus of people that, that was talking about, uh, talking hateful things, evil, wicked things about the church and the Bible and Jesus and, and people and, and, the, and people that go to church. I mean, I mean, it was just like, you've got to be kidding me. There's, there's this many people out here uh, that, that, that hate God? I mean, it was just, part of that was just mind-blowing to me. And as, I, and as I looked at name after name after name and face after face after face, I begin to think to myself, I wonder how many of these are going to make it home tonight. How many of these are going to run? How many of these the road's going to run out today? How many of these are going to just pass on? They're going to keep going, and then they're literally going to pass on into eternity. This fourth truth is soon punishment. But the text says that they are punished. I believe if a man would use the wisdom of God in his life and look ahead and foresee, and foresee things coming his way, foresee evil perhaps, and hide in the high tower of Christ and the refuge of God, then maybe perhaps like David, he wouldn't make foolish decisions in the spark of the moment. Maybe perhaps like David, a man wouldn't make foolish decisions like David in the spark of the moment that uh, he would look ahead and see uh, that he would look ahead and see what's going on and instead of walking instead of walking on the uh, the um, on the rooftop there at night that after that instead of taking that second glance that after he took that first glance he would have foreseen and thought you know what if I keep going in that direction it's not going to end up too good I think I'm going to go back in the house but instead of looking once he looked twice instead of looking twice he began to gaze and the next thing you know Uriah's wife was at his house. Maybe things would have changed if maybe perhaps if David, whenever he was on the rooftop and he saw Bathsheba over there, when he, when he, when he saw her from a distance, if he would have just turned his head and walked around and walked the other way and, and in that split moment said, you know what? I foresee that if I go in that direction, evil's coming my way. If I go in this direction, things are not gonna work out very well. So what am I gonna do? The devil's doing everything he can. Shake them all, turn around. King David, turn around. King David, turn around. But, uh, but what would have happened if David would have just said, you know what, I'm going to get in that refuge of God. I'm not going to give the second look. I'm not going to give the second glance. I'm not going to give the stare that I know the devil wants me to give. I'm just going to keep going in this direction. I'm just going to keep walking in this way. How many lives would be changed? I dare somebody wouldn't be reading about this instance in the scripture tonight. But we are. But not only David, I mean, we think about other folks uh, in the Bible as well. I mean, we go back all the way to the very beginning. We think about Adam and Eve, and we think about, we think about Adam and Eve and, and the decision that they made. Here they are, Eve walking with the devil. She gets there to the tree. She takes partakes of the fruit, gives to her husband. Her husband eats it, and now death and sin comes into the world. Had they had known, when they, if they would have said within themselves, you know what, I'm not going to spend time talking with the devil. I'm not going to spend time walking with the devil. I'm not going to spend my time eating, of the, de- uh, eating the forbidden fruit. I'm not going to spend my time uh, wasting away at this right here. I'm just going to turn away. Listen, God said I need to stay away from it. God said I don't even have nothing to do with it. And so in that moment, run into the hiding place of God, running into the high tower, into the refuge. If in that moment they would have, things would have been different. Not only do we think about Adam and Eve, but I think we think about the last one here. We think about well, even Noah what about Noah? 
All that time that Noah preached, the preacher of righteousness, when nobody else would believe. Whenever he talked about, when he talked about water falling from the skies, nobody believed that it was even possible. Because up to that time, it had never rained before. There was just a mist that come upon the ground and watered the earth. Up and, and here he is talking about, the, talking about the earth is going to flood. How is all this going to happen? We don't believe anything that you're saying until the first raindrop fell. Until the earth began to split itself apart and the fountains of the great deep come up and begin to flood the earth. In that moment, in that moment they believed, but then at that time the door was already shut. At that moment they believed, but the door was already shut, and Noah and his family, they were already inside the ship. And it had already been sealed by the grace of God. There was no way they, anybody can get in, and there was no way any of them can get out. And I imagine the decisions that these folks probably thought whenever we, they, they saw all these things taking place here on the earth that they'd never seen happen before. And if they can go back to this moment right here, well, they thought to themselves, I wish I'd have foreseen the evil. I wish that I would have known about this. But you know what? What happened was, was that the simple passed on. They just kept living the way they were living. They just kept going the way they were going. And because they did, the end of the road ran out. Time ran out for them. And soon punishment came. Last one I'm going to think about is the rich man. We see in Luke 16. Here we see the rich man. He had all that he ever needed and then some. Had enough to give away to who knows how many people. It seems that he knew about Abraham. It seems that he knew about the scriptures that had been written because whenever he was in hell, what is it that Abraham told him when he told him from afar? When he told him from across the great gap, when Abraham was speaking to him, and he was like, let me go back and talk to my brothers, and let me, if one come back, Lord, let me go. If one come back raised from the dead, then they would all believe. And Abraham said, no. Let them believe Moses and the prophets. Was Moses alive at that time? No. Was the prophets alive at that time? No, they were dead. But they had the writings of Moses. They had the writings of the prophets. And Abraham said to them, listen, what they need to do was what you didn't do. They needed to listen to what God wrote in his word. If they would have, if this rich man would have not have been living foolish, if this rich man would have not have been living simple, simple-minded, simple-hearted. Maybe we'd never be reading about him in Luke chapter 16, but from, from the moment that we read that, from whatever this actually transpired and happened to this moment, the rich man's been there in hell, and I imagine all that time he's been wishing, he's been wishing that he'd have went back and made some different decisions. The Bible shows us right here the simple, the simple pass on and are punished. Those that are not paying attention, those that are not looking, uh, those that are not heeding the warnings, those that are not listening, what's going to happen is that one day the road's going to run out. One day time is going to be gone. Their vapor is going to, uh, their life as a vapor, as a vapor is going to vanish away. And when that happens, there will be a soon punishment. And there's a lot of people out here today just like the rich man that were simple thinking, didn't heed the warnings and just kept going and going and going 
only to find themselves at the end of that road was a place in the depths of hell. Whenever they rode off the ledge, when the rich man, when his time came, and he would no longer heed the warnings of the word of God and the prophets of God and the teachers of God and his time run out. And he went over that ledge and he fell himself right into the pits of hell. And the Bible says that he lifted up his eyes being in torment. Means he was in torment before he ever even opened his eyes. That fast. And the Bible says the simple are passing on and are punished. So as we think about ourselves here tonight, when we think about our life, are we looking ahead? Are we paying attention? Are our eyes open? Are we heeding? Are we heeding the warnings? Listen, whatever warning that it could be in life, are we heeding it? Are we paying attention to it? Are we seeing signs? Are we using the wisdom of God to help us to navigate through these situations in life? I promise you, it'll help you. And the wisdom begins right here with God's Word. Let's pray tonight. Father, we thank you so much for this night. God, we love you and appreciate all that you do for us. Lord, I pray that tonight as we get ready to leave, God, that you just bless the evening. Lord, I pray that we leave out of here a people that would be aware, a people that are welcome, uh, walking circumspectly in our life, a people uh, that is paying attention. Lord, that you'd help us all, God, to see that which we need to see. Uh, Lord, in all of our journeys uh, here tonight, uh, Lord, I pray that we all know without a shadow of a doubt here that we're on our way to heaven. Lord, as we get ready to leave, God, we just want to give you praise and honor and glory for all that you've done. Lord, love you and thank you for it all. God, I pray that you bring us back here at next appointed time on Sunday. We love you and thank you for it. And this we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.